0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizzik.com socks. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar. With no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at
1: myhealthpolicy.com.
3: Yesterday, we tried something at at RR. We did a collaboration with Yahoo Sports Canada, where we did a post-game show with uh, the likes of Ashley Docking from the Fan 590, Amit Man of Yahoo Sports, and also uh, Vivek Jacob of RR. Yeah, it was a post-game show we recorded after the Cavaliers game. The plan was to go live on uh, Twitter right after the game. We had a couple of technical snags, so we had to just put it out as a, a video Uh, post on youtube you can find that at the yahoo sports canada um, youtube page where you can also find you know the danny green podcast which is pretty good you just had a jv on earlier this week but um yeah i mean the plan going forward will be to have these live after some important games um i don't want to spoil anything but there are some big uh eastern conference matchups coming up in the uh month of january and i think we'll be doing a couple of those during that time so uh, for now, this is our pilot episode. Uh, you know, Obviously, we're working through a couple of things, but I'd love to hear your feedback in terms of how the show was. You can hit me up on Twitter, at William underscore Lou, or you could leave a comment in the RR uh, post. But uh, for now, here is the post-game show with Yahoo Sports.
1: What up, y'all? Will, Lou, Raptors Republic, and the score, Ashley Docking of the Fan 590. You have got Vivek Jacob of Raptors Republic. I'm Amit Mann of Yahoo Sports. Welcome to this Raptors show where we're going to do all kinds of things, such as grieve, (laughs) vent, celebrate, everything to do with the Raptors, but today we celebrate because they just cooked the Cleveland Cavaliers for a lot of points. Kawhi was great, OG and Anobi though, so good.
3: Yep, Uh, matched a career high with 21 points, Um, really good Uh, in the first quarter, came out really aggressive, had three triples, had a little putback, you know, Put Matthew Devodoba in the post and, you know, did the Pascal Siakam spin on him and dunked the ball. And uh, it was just good to see his confidence up, you know, because, you know, he's had a couple of tough performances this year. Uh, That Denver game really sticks out where he was just missing so many open shots. But Mm -hmm. today he was wet, he was bunny, and uh, he capped it off with the play of the night by uh, taking off from the dotted circle (laughs) and dunking all over the calves while also somehow kicking uh, Larry Nance in the face.
0: High kick for sure. And when you say cook the calves, it's like, let's preface that by saying it's probably more like microwaving, maybe just like slashing the foil, putting it in, pressing a button and like just waiting and then try to time it properly so it doesn't actually beep. Does anyone else do that in the microwave? (laughs) No, you got to, you you
2: got Um, to. I think part of what you're saying also is the fact that, you know, you're coming into a game where you know that it's sort of a low leverage situation. And so you see the role guys just kind of relaxed, Mm -hmm. not stressed out. Um, Every shot, you know, this is not really a big shot in this game. So everyone is just a little bit looser and, you know, feeling it, except for maybe CJ. Um, He was
0: feeling it (laughs) kind of in a different way. We'll talk about CJ (laughs) in a second. But yeah, this is one of those games though, and we kind of were talking about it before where it's like, you can't really get the satisfaction, though. Beating the Cavs obviously doesn't have the same connotations at all without LeBron James. And it's one of those situations where you're just like, you're trying to pick a fight with someone and they won't respond back, they won't engage, and you just get left unsatisfied. And you can't, the Raptors will never get the revenge against the Cavs for how they pumped them.
1: But if you all recall, Tristan Thompson, well, I mean, mean, we're still the Eastern Conference champions, so really we're the team to beat. He said that. <laughs>
0: just like that. He did not. No, but I'll what's he supposed to say? That. What's he supposed to say? Huh? What's he supposed to say? Yeah, not we're that. hot trash. He could have just said hot
2: trash. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he could have. <laughs> he <laughs> stop He's stubborn. Yeah. He's yeah. stubborn. So he says he yeah.
1: trusts the Raptors. Yeah. 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 Silly, silly thing to do on the Kawhi thing because he yeah. has been absolutely amazing. He had 30, 37 points. I think he tied the season high for himself. Yep. Like, he's, like, outdoing himself at this stage. Mm-hmm. What did you see in this particular game that made him so successful?
3: I mean, quite honestly, I want to give a lot of credit to Kawhi because he did play really well. But also, the competition was just not there. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm serious. you got to give Kawhi so much credit. I mean, 37 points on 16 shots. Like, uh, he got to the free throw line a lot. You know, he didn't even need to have to play that much defense. But, you know, he was getting steals way that. But, uh for the most part, I mean, this is what happens when you throw, like, Alec Burks and Chetty Osmond. Rodney Hood. <laughs> Blossom Game. Yeah, there's a guy who I, I, I mean, I covered the NBA for a living. I had no idea who this guy was. That checked Jared. in for the Cavs. Um, Jaron
0: Jared... Blossom
2: Game. Jaron yeah. Blossom Game, man. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the name. Yeah, I remember the name, Jaron Blossom Game. He's <laughs> definitely said that before in a Snapchat and sent it to multiple girls. Poe oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, no, he did show. No, it's yeah. just a
0: quiet.
3: You just did whatever you wanted to. Yeah. And I think... For the most part, like, the Raptors, you know, they kind of let the Cavs, like, hang in it early on in the game. Like, you know, the Cavs, like, went on a three-point shooting binge and they actually scored a lot of points in the third quarter. But basically, Kawhi came into the fourth and was like, I'm going to shut this all down. I'm going to score at will. We get a whole bunch of and ones, and it's going to be game over.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, even at the start of the third, it was like, you know, I'm going to try and not play the fourth. He scored 12 in the first six minutes of the third. And you could see that it was like, you know, I I have no plans to play the fourth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's That's put this away. So you know, let me just make my mark on this game and
0: then skirt out for an ice bath early. But with Kawhi, it's one of those things where you're like, in games like this, you don't want him playing 37 minutes. You don't want him expending so much energy. He's already out against Philadelphia. He's not going to play in that game, and they need to be careful with his minutes. So allowing Tabs to come back in this one and kind of stick around is a problem for the Raptors. We've seen it before, but I think it is a little, indif- this, a little different in this game in the sense that, you didn't feel like the Cavs no. were actually no. in it. Like you didn't no. really believe it. You no. look at the score, and you're like, "Oh, five point lead." Oh, okay, come on, guys, like buckle down, let's go. It wasn't it felt like,
2: different in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like a major concern.
2: Yeah,
1: it kind of felt like you know in previous years where the Raptors were play the Warriors and like the Raptors are always like you know ten points back. You can just kind of tell that the Warriors weren't really that worried. Mm-hmm. Obviously, things are different now because they're yeah. two and o against the Warriors now. Yeah. What? what is that? No, voice? no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like that's just, your voice for everything. Yeah, <laughs> like every <it's> impersonation just, <laughs> you do, everyone
0: has that one voice. Though it's like you're impersonating your mom, Tristan Thompson, just making a voice. It's just like that's your voice. Hey, Kawhi's go-to move, and so do I. <laughs> what okay, okay, I like that.
1: Uh, moving on to, so on the offense, because Kyle is obviously missing, and you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of guys were missing for that matter. Um, did you see anything like particularly different in this offense? Because obviously against the Pacers, they struggled a little bit, and it took them some time to get going. So Vivek, did you see anything outside of Kawhi, because he was Kawhi in this yeah. game? Uh, did you see anything from them that probably helped a little bit?
2: Well, I think you could see that Nurse recognized what worked against Indiana, and that was Siakam at the five. So straight away, he started out with that similar type of construct, right? And you saw that work right from the tip. Uh, the Raptors jumped out to that big lead. And I think with that lineup, you just know you can get so much off the defense, and that just creates, like, easy opportunities out in transition. Um, and and then when you get that comfort, it, it becomes easier to execute in the half court. Also, the talent level of the Cavs helps.
1: I <laughs> keep on talking about the talent level of the Cavs. I think it's really a factor in this game now. Yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, so we're talking
0: all enough good. with the dad jokes. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to call it out. <laughs> Everyone just got quiet. We're all just like, hey, what are we gonna do? Throw him a bone? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, I feel like Morpheus in this chair. I must just say, like, don't you feel like you're like a little bit. Very You need the shades.
1: Yeah, these <laughs> tiny ones, <laughs> in style now. Will gets his uh, ten things that he saw in each game. Maybe not ten in this case for for right. us, but what were some of the things that stuck out for you? Well, I think... Don't that, do all 10. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I mean, one of the things I
3: really wanted to point out was just how good Norm was, right? Like, yeah. Norm Powell has sort of uh, been lots in the shuffle. That's probably the nicest way to say it over the last, like, year and a half. He yeah. basically was CJ before CJ became CJ. Oh. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about CJ. I'm, I'm sorry, CJ. Yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's getting really bad. But Norm was great in this game. I mean, he's very composed, very um, in control, which is something that is sort of not usually uh, associated with Norm. He's usually a little bit reckless with his drives, and he kind of rushes things, but not today. He was mm-hmm. very calm, you know, pulled up for a mid-range jumper off a high pick and roll early in the game to establish that, hey, I can hit this shot, um, and then got to the basket, finished with either hand, pushed it in transition. Like, this is exactly what you want from Norman Powell, where he doesn't force his game, and he goes to the basket. And I thought he was pretty decent on defense as well. Like, yeah. if he continues to play like this, uh, and then going back to CJ, I mean, I think he might just fully take most of CJ's minutes in the rotation, because... <laughs> Norm's just straight up bad. It stresses people.
0: me out though. Why? When when I see CJ struggle, oh, it yeah. stresses me out. He's a good guy. I want the best for him. But today, two wide open looks. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that's that's a shoot around shot. You yeah, had like, time to take one dribble too. You have yeah. to make those. You're squaring up, you have time to look, you're like, okay, I'm about to hit the shot. And it just isn't working for him. And it's frustrating for him, obviously, I'm sure, but you're definitely right on the norm minutes. Like there just isn't room for all their young talent to continue to get extended looks. Right. And for CJ to continue to shoot poorly and be in the lineup.
2: And I think tonight what was so encouraging for Norm was The fact that he maintained his teammates as threats on the drive, right? Mm -hmm. So many times we see him with a one-track mind, where defenses know, like, once he gets into that dribble and he's going to the basket, he's just going to go to try and finish right over you, right? And there were multiple times tonight where he kicked it out, found open teammates, the ball was swinging, the ball was moving, and that just makes it so much harder to guard because you don't really know what's coming, right? And going uh, that applies to Fred, too, because... There were a bunch of times we saw early in the season where it was almost like he was trying to beat guys with speed and beat guys to the basket, and that's not his strength. Um, When he gets inside, when he's able to use his body just to keep people and body people off, it's similar to Kyle as well. um, That's when he's able to finish at the rim. He's not going to beat guys with speed. So The way he did it tonight, that's the way he's got to do it going forward
1: in Irrational Fan Tweets. Uh, <laughs> in this edition. We got a bad one here. Um, it's about CJ. Now, we don't agree with this, okay? So let's just preface it there. Here it is, by Scott Daugherty. Um At least CJ is wearing the right number, that being a zero.
2: Harsh. Jeez. Oh, but... I mean, look. Can we, all, can,
3: <laughs> let's, can we all agree in this room that we all love CJ? He's like a great dude, great yeah. dad. His wife, Lauren, is hilarious on Twitter. Love, Lauren. <laughs> Shout out, Lauren. Uh, the open gym episodes uh, with their daughter is just, like, it's so heartwarming. It's, like, yeah. probably the best open gym episode, personally, uh, of all time. But, I mean, you just can't have him struggle like this. He's bad on offense, and he's bad on defense. And, like, he's yeah, kind of a liability on almost every single possession. And that's not, like, crappy on a guy. Because, like, you know, I don't think anyone wants to do that. But it's just true. Like, he is a guy who was a one-dimensional player last year. Right? He, he comes into the game, he and he's there to shoot. If right. he can't make shots, then he's literally just bad at everything.
0: Well, and you hope that he at least trades his three-point shots for potentially the person he's guarding two-point buckets. You're like, okay, at least you're a plus offensive player. Right. You're going plus one on every back and forth down the court, whatever, every possession that you're involved in. That makes it worth it. But it becomes a problem when, yeah, it's not a positive on either end.
3: Yeah, and it's also just kind of sad as a, as a viewer, really. Yeah. Because, like, you know... Nick Nurse do a good job of calling a timeout and then saying, hey, we'll dive down this play for CJ. Yeah, Get him a set shot in the corner off a pin down. For a shooter, that's as good as it gets, right? A wide open shot. And that's what happened in the second quarter. CJ got a wide open look and he bricked it. And it's just yeah. like, it's just really sad to watch that because you can see it in his body language. CJ's really dejected. And I think he wants to do well he really means to, but right now he's just not getting the job. Yeah, and
2: part of the frustration is, you know he's one of those guys that can get you those quick, 6 9 runs that in a playoff game yeah. gets you right back in the game or just blows it open, right? And you can see nurses kind of looking for that, hoping for that. You see his that. team. Yeah. He's like yeah, praying he for it. Every time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, front
0: court seats, front court seats.
2: And even with those two shots that, you know, he took the one dribble yeah. and then was way off with the shot, you're almost thinking, did he have way too, too much, much time? time, right? Where you yeah. now he's thinking about it, right? He almost needs those threes where he's just letting it go. Uh, in the flow. and But, yeah, I mean, he's had every kind of shot at this point. He's just not making any of them. I know.
1: Amongst this uh, panel here, there's lots of Raptors content happening. There's the Rapcast. There is every post-game um, show needed, I guess, amongst this, this group here. And uh, the Green Room as well. With Danny Graham, that's the Yahoo Canada Sports uh, podcast. So, tune in for all that. But I think, Docky, you wanted to touch on something regarding Serge JV... And Danny. What?
0: Well, they look pretty good. Oh, you're going to pigeonhole me with fashion as the woman? Okay. So, here's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, so, once we're doing that. Um, so they look good. They, they came, really Serge and JV looked amazing. Serge looked like he was about to be an extra on Phantom of the Opera. Just yeah. did like a mask. And then JV obviously rocking like the illustrious professor, professor vibe. that the we bow tie. Bow yeah, tie. Yeah. Very yeah. crisp. Three piece for both of them, I think. Three piece suits for both of them. Who wore better? Um... It's, it's always Serge. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm a bit part, I'm partial to JV just because I think he's like a little bit more like on the nerdy side, like dad jokes and stuff like that. So I kind of like, I like that. But and yeah, Serge. You like, like that, but you're ragging on. <laughs> no, 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 I'm all. allowed to pick no. and choose. I'm allowed to pick and choose, okay? Yeah, okay. Um, but then so Danny, like he looked fine. He had a sport coat on, yeah. a checkered shirt, brown belt, I believe. Did he have Harbaugh khakis or dress pants? I don't remember. Anyway. He's a khaki guy. I
2: think he had yeah. jeans
0: though. Jeans? He, he did items. full tuck with jeans?
2: No, I, I don't come even on. know. I don't know. It was pretty bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so it just it wasn't that he was dressed poorly. It's just like he was mm-hmm. like outshined. I don't know.
3: Yeah. They
2: look I think they it's fair. Like they
0: look good, but like the other guys just. Danny was just blogging. wasn't
2: ready. he 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 showed up he 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 showed up he's like well can't go home now (laughs) (laughs) I could have brought my monocle
3: yeah Uh, I mean it was a stark contrast to the guy sitting behind the bench yeah with the ultimate dad can you tweet out Mm. the
0: screen the screenshot do you have it
3: uh I don't have it on my phone but uh I I probably will it was good white soul patch yes
0: lime yeah popped collar yeah half zip yeah yeah
3: Like, at least in his 50s
0: or 60s. Loving every moment of it.
2: Surgeon JV might have been trying to get him back for uh, for Danny bringing his snakes on to uh, How Hungry Are You? Oh, okay. Those, <laughs> those snakes
0: freak me out so much. And I, okay, I wonder what you guys think. Like, yes or no, has Danny Green ever put the snake around his shoulders and done the Slave For You dance that Britney Spears did at the VMAs no. that one year? <laughs> one time, one time passed by a mirror in his house and just like a little get it, get it? No? We have no. asked him to sing on
1: the podcast and he refuses, so... So he definitely does it at they, home then. Yeah, exactly. This is what we do on <laughs> days where the rappers play the and we look at the audience because... There's not yeah. a whole lot to look at on the court, I guess. Yeah. Um, Fred VanVleet. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is just a discussion point, because I'm curious what you guys think about this. Is he the best backup point guard in the NBA right now?
3: Uh, I mean, it's close. I think Derrick Rose is having a really resurgent mm-hmm. year. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie is having a really nice season. Yeah. We saw that against the Raptors. Um, but, I mean, Fred's really up there, man. Yeah. Uh, and he's really stepped up his game recently. I like the way the ball moved today, for example. And that's, you know, obviously a testament to the point guard, but... Uh, A lot of these games where Kyle's not there and Kawhi's running the show, like, the ball doesn't move as well. It's just what it is, right? Um, But I thought today uh, Fred really kept the ball moving. Mm -hmm. I I thought him and DeLon paired really well together. And I think when you put those two guys plus Pascal Siakam, that's where you start seeing that fluid action that we saw with the bench mob last year. Obviously, this year Pascal's been playing with the starters, so, like, the ball hasn't been moving nearly as much uh, for the bench. But it's nice to see them reunited, and I thought Fred was sort of central to that. I mean, he... You know, some, he, I think he has a habit of getting a little bit overzealous. Attacking the basket, I think sometimes he gets in the lane he's like, I'm Kyrie Irving 2.0, I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. yeah. It's
0: okay. yeah. a, a I, couple I, times know, he gets caught in the air. You see him drive yeah. the paint. And he's in the air. He's like, "Oh, okay, mm. I have to make a decision. And, and, and Hopefully, and, and, someone becomes open."
2: And he can't stay up there for too long. So <laughs> he have the norm. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Have the
0: norm. I will like like to bring in uh, Lou Williams into the conversation okay. a little bit. Like, I know that he's kind of a shooting guard, but like with the Clippers this year, his role has been he, he's been primarily handling the ball. He's playing a ton of minutes. His usage is huge. So I think that you have to obviously. Include him as a backup yeah, yeah, yeah. point guard.
2: Yeah, in today's NBA, scoring at the guard position is at a premium, right? Yeah. Like, you're so much more valuable when you can create your own shot. And that's probably something that Lou Will has over him. That's something that Spencer Dinwiddie probably now has over him, um, especially over this Brooklyn win streak where he's averaging over 20 a game. Right. Um, so maybe those guys you, you might put ahead, but um, he's in the conversation for sure. I mean, there's a reason he was right in there for six man of the year last year. Do
1: you guys worry at all about? I mean, Kyle's not playing right now because he's injured, but do you guys worry about him having to take on a lot more pressure, especially in the back-to-back scenarios? With Kawhi is going to continue not right. playing in those mm-hmm. scenarios, like maybe he's injured right now, right? And yep. there were a lot of back-to-backs early on in the season. Do you worry at all about maybe him breaking down?
0: Um, always, but no. it's Kyle. So he's right. just built that way. It's just what he does. He's yeah. just relentless. Um, do sometimes I sit there and think, okay, they have this schedule for – Kawhi, and you know he's not going to play back-to-back. Like, when are Kyle's scheduled rest days? Like, Mm -hmm. do we have a schedule for this? Is it marked off on a whiteboard somewhere? That's something I'm kind of wondering about. I wouldn't say concerned yet, but he is getting up there in age, and his style of play, especially a few years ago, was extremely bruising. Like He was like how Fred Van Vliet goes into the paint and is knocked on the ground almost every play. He still takes charges like that. Like The mileage is something you worry about.
2: Yeah, the time he's missing right now is because he took that hard fall, right? Um, So... And I think that's the one thing the Raptors have to be aware of. When you put Kyle Lowry on the court, he only knows one way to play. Um, and I thought the Raptors did a great job last year of protecting him against himself and really managing his minutes. And we saw uh, what that brings you in the playoffs. That was arguably his most consistent playoff performance. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's something the Raptors do have to keep in mind. Like even, even a night like tonight where they've already ruled out Kawhi for the Philly game, the first thing you're wondering is, okay is there any chance Kyle plays, right? Does it just because you want to be able to compete in that game? Um, even though you might have already said what you needed to say to Philly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? Honestly, though, like, I agree. We should definitely rest Kyle more. But at the same time, like, Kawhi gets rest because Kawhi is Kawhi, right? And that's yeah. just a simple fact of life. Like, Kyle Lowry is not Kawhi Leonard. Kyle Lowry is very important to this team, the second most important player. But he's not Kawhi Leonard. And he's not the... Courtship that you have to have with Kawhi the mm-hmm. season, right? So, yeah. it's not necessarily that Kawhi has special um, treatment, but like it's just a fact. He of kind life. of does, though. It's a fact of it's life. It's
0: preferential in a yeah. sense,
3: and it's like that in almost any organization. You know? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think for me personally, if I were handling the Kawhi injury situation, I'd give him more rest on back-to-backs too, especially if Kawhi's out. Maybe you stagger it so Kyle runs the team one day and Kawhi runs it another day. Um, but, I mean, the Raptors are also trying to go for the one seat, Milwaukee's right there. They just smacked the Celtics tonight. Um, you know, the Raptors aren't exactly out of the woods you know, and running yeah. away with the number one seat, so I think they probably want to chase that title, and if Kawhi's going to sit out back-to-back, then so someone has to step up, and... That's someone who's caught. And just so, to your
0: point, sorry to interrupt no, you, ahead. but like if you have them staggered so much, where when are we building that chemistry? When are they getting the reps together, which is something that people have been worried about, concerned about um, so far this season because there has been so much in and out of the lineup um, that when are we building this continuity for the postseason?
2: Well, the one positive of that would be that when they have been on the court, they played a bunch of minutes together. Yeah. They haven't really been staggered, right? Um, but going back to... Uh, Kawhi, I think what we can all agree on is okay. That's fine. Treat Kawhi like the 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 most important player on the team, but let's also treat Kyle like he's the second most important guy, right? And I don't know if we see that right now.
0: But it also, you don't know the conversation too. Like they could be like, Kyle, how are you feeling? Great. Yeah. Walks out, no problem. As soon as he hits the door, he's just like, oh my god.
2: <laughs> but last year, you could clearly see the agenda, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now, I don't know if we see that, and you, especially when you know that so much of. W- your chances of keeping Kawhi beyond this season are staked on what happens in the playoffs. You know, you need Kyle at his best for that. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at that as well.
1: The other part for me, too, is like last time we saw Kyle Lowry on the court along with Kawhi Leonard, like we were talking about, oh, why is Kyle being so passive? So there is still a feeling of process where they're trying to figure out how to play together because yeah. obviously Ka- Kawhi is an ISO player. He's really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, Kyle's kind of. The second option, and he's a perimeter option when he's the best at being in the paint. That's when he is at his most valuable.
2: Yeah, and I I think part of it for Kyle this season has also been getting... Maybe a little too assist happy, like being the league leader in assists. Th- there's been situations where he's been able to get into the paint, and you can see he's not even looking at the basket. Mm-hmm. And he's just looking for guys out and trying old to rack school up. <laughs> yeah, he's <there laughs> <you laughs> just dribbling to a yeah. pass. Can yeah. I get a dime? Right. And so I think a bit of that has played into it. Um, and who knows, maybe now if Westbrook just runs away with it, maybe he just gets back to, okay, well, this isn't going to happen. I might as well just go back to being myself.
1: Speaking of those kinds of rankings MVP race at the moment where would you rank Kawhi
0: I don't know isn't he just always top five
1: yeah isn't he just there's there's an order of of sorts right now like I would say you know Giannis is up there yeah
2: Giannis is probably the favorite right now yeah and I'd probably have Jokic and then then Kawhi Kawhi third yeah
0: yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, there's just so much left to play. And so I do understand the attraction of, like, early rankings and things like that. But it's just so hard to tell, like, one false move, one injury. Like, everything gets flipped on its head.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think right now what's working against Kawhi is the fact that he's sitting out these back-to-backs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the Raptors has 12 back-to-backs all year. So if he sets out all of those, he's going to play, like, around 70 games. Plus, he's already set out another couple of games for minor injuries. So he's probably finished somewhere in the 60s. So I think... That's going to work against him. I think that's ultimately what's going to hold him back. But, I mean, everything else, he's the best player on the best team in the NBA in terms of record. Um, and, yeah, I think that alone should make him the MVP. Like, that's how most MVPs are won. And then it's not even like the case where, like, Derrick Rose had that, like, narrative behind him that 2011 season where his numbers weren't as good as, you know, LeBron or even Dwight Howard that year. But it was like everyone wanted to vote for Derrick Rose, like, Kawhi's numbers are right there. Like, mm-hmm. they're just yeah. as good as anyone else is in the NBA. He's so efficient. Um, and he kind of just scores at will. I mean, we saw yeah. that today. I it mean, was so guy, easy. I mean, yeah, exactly. He was playing yeah. kind of, against, like, David Nawaba and, like, who else is on this Cavs team? <laughs> I mean, this just is... watched them, but i would forgotten <laughs> Colin Sexton.
0: <already. laughs> Colin Sexton. <laughs> Shout out Colin Sexton. Um <laughs>
3: Padawan uh, little hairdo.
0: Um, there's, for some reason, NBA Twitter today decided to enjoy the narrative that Kawhi can't play defense. Why bother trying?
1: Who said
0: that? There was like a number of tweets oh that uh, uh, a number of tweets. I, I. I wow,
3: Sports Twitter added again. <laughs> 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 Twitter, uh,
0: that is. An Popovich. Popovich burner accounts. Yeah, it's an angry <laughs> section of Twitter. Demar right? burner accounts. Just talking about Patty Mills and his leadership. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just thought it was strange. It's just like the things that you can make up. It's like this was a game where you just saw how dominant Kawhi Leonard is against like normal level NBA players, and it's not even a question. You
2: can't dribble the ball in front of them. No, like, you can't cross Who the tried ball. to cross him? Um, <laughs> I
0: think it was like Alec Burks. No. Uh Chetty. Chetty? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Chetty went to the yeah. basket. He made a spin move. I think he scored on Siakam, and then he came down the next place early in the game, first yeah. quarter maybe, and then he goes, he's like squaring up Quiet. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. Huh. No. <laughs> steal the other way. Buy two yeah. points. Like, don't yeah. try it. Yeah. Don't.
1: Dan Simmons, Victor Oladipo, they yeah. both have nightmares about this man, so... Whoever that person was, get your you know what together. Um, on those, some of the teams in the in the East. So you got Charles Barkley on TNT the other day. He said that you know the best four teams in the East right now are the Bucks, uh, Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics. Who do you think are A hot take? From yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at those games. Who do you think is the toughest competition for the Raptors if they want to be the team coming out of the East?
0: The Bucks. Bucks are
1: tough. I think I think we lost twice
0: against. The Bucks. I think the Bucks. I just think that based on what you've seen so far, yeah. the Bucks and like Giannis and his 51 pounds of added muscle since he joined the league, mm. he's just a freak of nature. He's unstoppable. And you talk about how Kawhi Leonard can do it all. This guy can do it all, and he's bigger.
2: Yeah. The
1: offense that Mike Winnolzer has been going right now, like it's, it's Giannis in the middle and three-point shooters. Well, and guess what? They're hitting those threes. Yeah, and guess who's yeah. not?
0: The Toronto Raptors. Again, what were they, like 6 of 31 today or something crazy like that? I'm not
1: sure if that's going to change this
0: season. <laughs> but like, it's nice because they're, they're not shooting well from three and they're still pulling off wins. Yeah. But it's just how long can that be sustained? And probably not in a seven-game series, I would imagine. When
1: it's half court basketball stop. Which is not
0: where they thrive. Exactly.
2: Yeah, and I think the big thing for me was you already see that the Raptors respect the threat of the Bucs. Because yeah. if you look at that first game in Milwaukee... The rap, uh, the Bucks just double teamed Kyle Lowry, Kawhi wasn't there, and they were happy to let Serge Ibaka shoot mid-range shots all night, mm-hmm. right? Ibaka finishes the game with 30, the Raptors lose by 15. So the Raptors come out at home and try to adjust, and now even though they're getting on Kyle, they're having Ibaka pop back behind the three-point line. He attempts 11 threes in that game, goes it? down to the wire. How many did he hit? Four, I think.
0: Oh, I thought he only hit like No, two yeah, she shot him pretty well. Okay. Um
2: yeah. But again, They're just... But it's still fine. To it, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, open. right? That's how the Bucks play. They're <laughs> yeah. Basically just They're playing the center. math game.
0: Yeah, they put the
3: center, uh, which is usually Brooke Lopez, who's had a really great year. But you should just put him right in the paint. Yeah. yeah. And they don't guard the center at all. So you can pick and pop all you want, and they'll just dare you. Like, if Serge Ibaka can score 35 and beat us, then we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll that. We'll take that. But yeah. We're going to shut off Kyle. Like, what did Kyle have in that game? Like, three points?
2: Against. Yes. It's yes. Like three or yes. Five or something like
3: that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's when I mean, he went like back, com- back to back seven points, like or, combined was, or something. Was that the zero
2: point game? I think Milwaukee was the zero point game. Okay. Well, we'll that's anyway, that's really sad, it wasn't good. Actually, a zero and a three and a five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to decipher. It was a tough stretch. Okay. We, a, we all have
0: lulls in our lives, guys. He's fine. Clippers it's fine. He's fine.
1: He always has issues against Malcolm Brogdon because of the size. Yeah. That's also what concerns you with the Celtics too. Is that you know you have. Uh, Marcus Smart, Kyrie Irving, well, not so much Kyrie Irving, but the rest of that team, like, they're a proven championship-caliber team. And I don't know, I look at this stretch that they're going through, and they're kind of just bored. I think they're a little bit bored. They shouldn't be because they're the Celtics. The Celtics, uh. Mm -hmm. Because they shouldn't be. Like, they're not, by any means, like, the, the beast of the East at the moment. But it feels like they're just very comfortable with where they are and that they know they can just turn it on when they need to.
2: I think it's been more of an ego thing, personally. I feel like... After what Tatum and Brown achieved in the playoffs last year, Mm -hmm. they were coming into this season saying, Hey, we show what we can do. This is our team now. And Kyrie is saying, Well, I don't know if you remember, but (laughs) (laughs) I've got a ring. I've hit the big. And, And, you know, he's hit arguably one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. He's got the resume, and he's saying, hey, this is my team. You guys will have your turn. So I think there's been a bit of that going on. Uh, Gordon Hayward is trying to get his rhythm back. I think he's looked better over the past couple of weeks. Um, so I think the best of the Celtics is yet to come. And the thing that you look at as a marker for them is throughout this this whole season, whether they've been down, up, the defense has been there. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the league. So yeah. you know that's going to be a problem in the Yeah, playoffs.
0: I don't know if I buy boredom necessarily just because you have a game against Milwaukee – who's supposed to be, like, your rival. Like, if it's not the Raptors and it's not Philly, and you get washed, like, you can't get up for yeah. a game like that. Yeah. And, I mean,
2: size is really important in that game. You don't have yeah. Al Horford. You don't have Aaron Baines. You don't have Marcus Morris. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's just a tough loss. You it. just take it. No one just, take it. <laughs> just take it and go. <laughs> just take, yeah. just take it and it's go. Like 82 games. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone
1: forgets about... It that Kyrie Irving shot everyone talks about the lebron block i don't yeah. know but you guys always find like that's like the storyline from that game is it's the block meanwhile Kyrie hit this like fadeaway three over Steph curry i don't know it's always bug me <laughs> <laughs> <I was so laughs> Get it all out there. There, man
2: and the and show, it the show out when you <laughs> said we're
0: going to rant and vent it was just like you <laughs> needed to get that chest. get it there. all out it's been circulating
1: <laughs> do y'all think that uh, it was raptors, a hell of a dunk a yeah. hell of a block though yeah it was uh do you guys think the raptors are going to finish first in the east
2: um, th- I, th- I think they'll finish with the one seed. Uh, I don't know sure. yet if they'll win, uh, th- if they'll go to the NBA finals. you that confident. No, I mean I think th- I think I think I think, I think the I Celtics and Bucks. Just
0: say it with your chest out. Yeah, sixty wins, finals. Yeah.
2: this to the Warriors in three. In three. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Right.
3: Get a banner for Nick. Sure. Just retire that suit war on Sager night. So nice. It was, it was I nice.
0: bet it's on a mannequin in his house somewhere.
1: Wow! Just like in his walking <laughs> closet, <laughs> probably. probably once in a while.
0: Oh, just like a smoking jacket. Yeah, exactly. Hugh Hefner vibes.
1: Wine here, cigars, brandy. Yeah, exactly. I,
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't really say that. Uh, Nick Nurse gives off Hugh. No, with the smoking jacket at home. Uh, I'm really happy for Nick Harris. I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> he's really got this head coaching job. He's really fun with it. Yeah. He's probably going to coach the All-Star Game at this rate, to be honest. That'd be yeah. cool. Raptors yeah. are going to have the best record. Um, and also, I think he's spent all his money on suits so far. Yep. There's some yep. nice suits. And <laughs> <laughs> they look custom. He's coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When he was in studio what caught me about him was that he seems so confident in his abilities. And Uh I mean, I didn't know a lot about the guy, you know, going into the season. It was the Dwayne Casey show, but seeing him and the way he speaks about basketball, like he is supremely confident in what he believes is a championship strategy. And he thinks he can maybe get that going with the rabbit.
0: But that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like Nick Nurse was pissed when he became the head coach because a lot of people are like, oh, you're Dwayne's assistant. No, no, no. He's like, yeah, okay, I get it. I haven't had an NBA head coaching job. But he's won at every other level that he's coached, and he has coached professionally before. And, yeah, I get it. It's different. Egos are probably different. Intent of the players and the power that they hold is a little bit different in the NBA. But he's still someone that knows what he's doing, and I think that pissed him off. So I feel like if he has, like, an edge, you see him walking around with, like, a little bit of attitude that's why because he looks at the record puts on a suit jacket he's like I told you I knew it,
2: it. I sad. knew it he has, a, yeah. He yeah.
0: has like
3: peak dad the yeah. yeah and he's got like the hats too yeah the yeah, dad yeah.
2: hats yeah. and I like that he doesn't take himself too seriously either that's um, yeah. mm-hmm. like even in his press conferences like he's not he's not afraid to admit when he's wrong I think, I think the one thing that I always go back to is back when he coached summer league right to just say hey you know I need I need some reps I need yeah. to do this uh, I'm gonna go take the time, get to know the guys, um, and get maybe some cobwebs out the system. Um, and there were a couple of games there too where you know he admitted that oh you know maybe I should call a timeout here. Maybe, maybe there were things I should have mm-hmm. done differently. But again, he's putting in that time to put himself in the best possible situation for you know April, May, June.
1: Yeah, I think the players appreciate that too. As we wrap up, Kawhi staying going. Mm-hmm. Has your opinion oh on that changed at all?
0: Lord have mercy. I know it's going to so go it. <laughs> keep on coming up. You want to go first? Okay, so sit down. <laughs> I'll just
3: look up the weather in Los Angeles right now. Oh,
2: no. So has the opinion changed from the, yeah, beginning, from the,
3: of the beginning,
1: beginning of the season? Of the season like, do you feel any more confident that he might just end up with the Raptors again next season?
3: All right. So it was a daily high of 22. <laughs>
1: <back> <laughs> Is it overcast?
3: I, Is it overcast? No, it's clear. <laughs> oh, you know, that's it's nice. High time, but, I mean, but
0: that could be detrimental to the skin. You gotta, you know. Right. Like worry about skin damage. Um, but wins.
3: 22,
0: 22, 22 and, degrees. Uh,
3: that's Celsius. Look,
0: I don't think it matters. I, uh, I think, I, it matters d- I think, bit. <laughs> <matters>. I, think <laughs> it, matters. Listen, I think it. Listen, I think that matters. you focus on this season, yeah. and you hope that the Ma- Raptors make a run to the finals. And I think that if they don't, then you don't have your hopes up. Because you know what it is. You know what he's going for. So you can ask, will he, won't he, once they reach a pinnacle. And if they haven't done that, because they haven't really done anything in the postseason, then it's a moot conversation. It's a moot point, personally. It's also,
3: like, one of those things where um, you're with somebody who is, like, so much better than you and, like, better in every single way. Like you're dating up? Yeah, you're dating way, way 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 Above
0: your weight class. Yeah, and then it's like... You're like a five, time. and you snagged and you snagged a ten somehow. Exactly. Yeah. right? And the Raptors
3: aren't a five. The Raptors are like a seven, but still, yeah. the Kawhi's like a ten, ten, right? So oh, he's like a hard ten. He's like a yeah. eleven. So
2: like, um, that's like, know, I don't want to play back to back. And back? No, that's fine. No, yeah, You No, 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 do it.
0: You want to play two games a month? No problem, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to actually go out with that other guy and you want me to drive you and be your DD? No problem. I'll put an Uber sticker on. He won't even know. Yeah, you He won't April. even you're know. Exactly. Right.
3: And you're just doing everything you can to hope that they
0: fall in love with you. Yeah and ultimately
3: even if they don't you'll understand why
0: and you just enjoy the time you had you exactly. relish it you're like remember exactly. that time that 11 made me an 8 when I was a 6 exactly beautiful yeah.
1: you know what I, I relish this conversation this so much fun talking basketball with you guys hopefully we'll see you all soon this was the Raptors show enjoy yourselves tonight and all that we'll see you bye bye